Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hello, hello, neighbor. Happy Monday, happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. If you haven't been here before, hi, I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week. If you have been here before, hello and welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here again. So this is week, uh, this week we're looking at today, Monday, August 15th through Sunday, August 21st. Let's go ahead and dive right in by taking a look at the moon scope for this week. We're starting things out with moon in Aries today and making our way into Taurus on Tuesday. Then we'll be moving into Gemini on Friday and finally ending the week uh, Sunday evening when the moon moves into Cancer, okay? Now, we had full moon in Aquarius last week, which means that we are in the waning moon phase right now. So it, uh, to the human eye, um, from an earth center point, it looks like the moon is getting smaller and smaller or getting darker and darker. Okay. We're entering into the dark moon phase and then into the new moon phase for the new moon in Virgo next week. And the biggest thing that jumped out at me with the moon scope with this week is, so we have our last quarter moon this Thursday, August 18th at 26 degrees of Taurus. And instantly when I saw that this quarter moon was in Taurus, I went and looked, oh, so is Taurus moon, is the moon going to ding all of that Uranus North Node Mars in Taurus conjunction that happened a couple of weeks ago. So if you don't know already, let me just catch you up a little bit. If you don't know already, a couple of weeks ago, it was it was most potent, I believe, July 30th to 31st or July 31st to August 1st, um, depending on your time zone and locality. But the North Node, Uranus and Mars all met up in Taurus for this really big conjunction that I just keep calling the Grand Taurus Conjunction. And um, so as soon as I saw the, and you know, the North Node and Uranus, they take a while to, to move signs. Okay, so they're both still, I mean, here, even right now, let's take a look. Right now, the North Node is uh, at 17 degrees of Taurus and the whole conjunction took place around 18 degrees. Um, the North Node is still at 17 degrees and Uranus is da, 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 right around, still around 18 degrees. So as soon as I saw that uh, the last quarter moon was in Taurus, I was like, oh, so the moon's going to meet up with um, all of those key players in that grand Taurus conjunction. And sure enough, um, between Thursday the 18th and Friday the 19th, the moon does meet up with all three of those players, Uranus, the North Node, and Mars. But what I found really interesting is that, first of all, this is an Earth sign quarter moon. This, this whole conjunction was in an Earth sign of Taurus. 
And this last quarter is at 26 degrees. Um, The planet Pluto is at 26 degrees of Capricorn, another Earth sign right now, which means that this last quarter moon is trine, uh, creating this open flow of energy is kind of a short, easy way to describe a trine aspect uh, with Pluto, which is really interesting. And it meets up with Mars in Taurus, it's the last one of those of those three key players from the Grand Conjunction. The Moon meets up with Mars last, and they both can are conjunct and meet up with each other at twenty nine degrees of Taurus, the final degree of Taurus, before they both move into the sign of Gemini. First, the Moon moves into Gemini on Friday the nineteenth, like we had talked about, and then Mars moves into Gemini this week on Saturday the 20th. So I just thought that was interesting. Put a little pin in that Gemini transit for a second. And let me go back to the this Earth theme for a second. I think that it's really interesting that this really big conjunction happened in Taurus. Then we have the moon. As soon as it enters Taurus, it's going to ding all of those players while they're all still in Taurus. And then uh, it's trining this other earth sign Capricorn. And whenever I'm looking at the last quarter moon, I'm always taking into consideration the new moon that's coming always because the waning moon is part of both the end of the current lunar cycle. And I really also see it as the, the beginnings, the beginning ripple effects, the beginning of planning and the beginning stages of the next uh, lunar cycle. And this is going to be in Virgo, the new moon in Virgo. So now we have all three earth signs um, kind of at play here. And so I really, I really made note of this. And that's why this week, in your Cosmic Quickie email, you'll see three cards from the Numinous deck this week. I gave you all three Earth signs, Taurus, the bombshell, Virgo, the alchemist, and Capricorn, the boss, as they are all referred to in this deck, um, with beautiful pictures of their imagery on these cards, as well as some of the key traits and energy, okay? So make sure that you check your inbox for that and don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribed. I really like um, giving you that visual. So when when we see all these earth signs at play, number one, you're probably asking yourself, Danny, what if I'm an earth sign? Well, you're being very impacted by this right now. So you definitely want to take a look in your chart and look at where all of these different things are happening. Where did that big conjunction in Taurus happen in your chart? Um, Where does Pluto and Capricorn land in your chart? And where is Virgo in your chart? Because we'll be starting a new lunar cycle in Virgo next week. And right now we're winding down, uh, leaning and leading into that, okay? Um, So I, I really just want you to remember that when we're working with earth signs, we're working with real life shit, real life lessons. I always tell people it's shit you can't miss. It's right in front of you. It doesn't take place necessarily in the mental realm. It doesn't necessarily take place in the emotional realm. Although, you know, we all exist in those different realms, you know, at all times and in different ways. But primarily, these are energies 
events, relationships, um, lessons that are taking place in the very, very physical earth realm. So you might see things impacted like physical resources for your community, for your family, for yourself. Um, You might see these as being something that you are confronted with, um, especially your values around resources, physical assets, money, income, possessions. Um, But it's really, I always tell people it's not just monetary and profession-based. It's anything physical. This could be physical house. Um, it could be a really great time when I really like to use earth transits, um, for connecting with myself, my spirituality, um, doing my introspective work in nature. Even if that's just going for a walk, even if it's just sitting at a window that maybe I could crack open so I can like smell and really feel the outside air, um, you may find that really connecting to grounding earthy energy provides you with extra stability right now, but also with a lot of illumination. You you will probably learn even more, become even more efficient in whatever it is that you're doing by focusing on being really, really present, physically present in your environment right now. Okay. So I just really want you to keep that in mind. Now, Uh, Finally, I just wanted to make note a little bit about our final uh, kind of major couple of transits for the end of the week. So like I said, Mars is moving into Gemini um, in the early, early morning hours of Saturday, August 20th. That's at 1.56 a.m. Mountain Time. And then the next day on Sunday, Asteroid Vesta who has been in Capricorn, will be moving into the sign of Aquarius at 4.48 a.m. on Sunday. Now, I will link the little mini, like, asteroids explanation moon day episode that I did. Here, let me write that down. Perfect. I'll link that for you so that if you didn't hear that, or if you need a little refresher, um, a little breakdown of what each of the asteroids are, including Vesta, uh, you can go listen to that. If you are in that witch school, you already have access to all four bonus episodes. I did an episode for each of the asteroids and went into more detail and then also provided uh, you all with a journal compliment guide so that you could listen to the bonus episode and then get out this journal guide and get out your birth chart and really start to connect with and get to know each of your uh, asteroid goddesses. Okay, so if that's something you're interested in and you're not already in that witch school, the info is below if you'd like to join us. I absolutely love love the asteroid energy so, so much. With Vesta moving into Aquarius, with Mars moving into Gemini, we're focusing a lot on earth energy, like I said, at the beginning of the week. And then we're going to have this shift. We're going to start shifting into some air signs. Okay. Um, And I think that, or into some more prominent air energy is, that's probably a more accurate way to say that. Um, 
And so really take the time the first half of this week to really connect with your environment, your physical in your physical environment, but also your physical body. Okay. Really try and connect to the physical this week. I think that there is a lot of healing and illumination to be had there, like I said, and then be prepared at the end of this week, over the weekend into next week to start, um, shifting and feeling a shift and a pull more into our mental capacities and into our mental and intellectual realms, you very likely will find while Mars is in Gemini, because hello, I have Mars in Gemini. Um, So to all of you Mars and Geminis, happy Mars return that we'll all be having. Um, I can definitely attest to and tell you that you may feel the need for additional or just more mental and intellectual stimulation than usual. And I want you to be really mindful about what kind of stimulation you're interacting with and participating in and consuming for yourself, okay? Because when we get into Gemini, um, the first of all three of the earth signs, it's really, really easy to kind of do the mindless consuming information thing, especially with Mars just being this planet of drive um, and not being a planet necessarily of thinking first and then acting. But when we have Mars and Gemini, we can't really negotiate that. We need to be very, very mindful for very effective drive and action um, and follow through, okay? With Vesta, um, who's retrograde, by the way, that asteroid is retrograde right now. With Vesta moving um, back into Aquarius, you may find that in matters of the home, and in inner and personal resiliency within yourself or within your family or, or your dependents or who you live with, um, you are very likely going to find yourself kind of uh, recalling any issues, uh, any lessons that you may have been working through previously. You may find these coming up again. This is this is kind of the energy when we have a planet that's retrograde going back into a sign. It is a time of really reflecting and reviewing um, what you have already kind of learned and been through. The purpose of this review period is for more effective integration once that planet stations direct and we get that forward movement. So don't run from that reflective energy or or inclination. If you feel like you're you're kind of like doing a memory recall thing, if you feel yourself getting stuck in thought loops and getting trapped in your mind, find a way to process through this recall, through this review period in a healthy way that feels like you're actually doing something and getting somewhere and not just getting stuck in the same thought loop over and over and over again. Okay, so whether that's journaling, going for a walk, listening to music. Um, I love doing chores or like driving is one of my favorite times to do some really good reflecting um, and thinking. So Keep all of this in mind. Um, stay mindful, that's for sure, as we shift from Earth, uh, some Earth, prominent Earth energy into some more prominent air, en- uh, air energy. Keep mindfulness in mind, okay? So don't forget to check out your inboxes for some more cosmic goodness today. And thank you all so, so much for joining me today. 
I absolutely love doing these Monday Musing episodes so, so much. Um, stay safe. Have a really fun week. And stay magical out there. Hey, neighbor. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Monday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in That Witch School, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood. 